a, a big story, a big bad story for Zimbabwe. Mining is big in that country, and they've so far done, I'll say, reasonably well, just stabilizing the industry. President Nangagwa needs that mining industry. Ignatius Tetan, who is the mining minister, has done, again, relatively well because he's respected by the industry. What is at this in dispute here, Elvis, is a guy called Frederick Mobira is suing a company, an Australian company, PLZ, which bought mining rights from him and, and he claims they they swindled him because they paid him about five thousand or five thousand dollars. And then they went on, this is the Australian company, to sell it to a Shanghai listed company for over three hundred million dollars. Hmm. Now he is claiming that he was he was swindled effectively, so he wants to get back what he said. Remember lithium is big because every rechargeable battery in the world uses lithium and battery. So if you are swindled or robbed of your mining rights involving gold and lithium, you have lost a real gold mine literally and figuratively. So it's not good, but it's happening a lot in Zimbabwe because in the unstable period or period of instability, many small-scale miners took over mining rights and they were allowed by the government, they were encouraged. I remember Minister Obed Mboff when he was Minister of Mines, he would encourage small-scale miners to take the mines. So there it is, chickens coming home to roost. And then Communications Authority in Kenya has extended the SIM card registration by another six months. You remember we spoke about it, Elvis, that there was a threat of shutting down any unregistered, we call it RICA here in South Africa, any unregistered SIM cards. And you know in Nigeria there was a similar problem, 200 million SIM cards shut down. So in this case, the shutting down of any mobile cellular or SIM card would mean the stopping of banking, because you know how big banking is, mobile banking is in Kenya. So Airtel and Safari Safaricom and Telcom Kenya, all of them were just over 60% in terms of compliance. And the Communications Authority of Kenya realized that it's unrealistic because by shutting down the, the communications, the mobile network operators, it might as well have shut down the economy. So it's been realistic in, in extending it to October 15th. And lastly, Standard Chartered Bank announces moves to completely exit some markets in Africa and the Middle East. Yeah, London-listed company, Standard Chartered Elvis, which is in about 60 countries, I think, or so. And they are exiting countries where they are not really big. They they are not even 1%. 1% of their business is not coming from there. And by this, I mean private and business banking. So where they are exiting completely, countries like Sierra Leone, Tanzania, they were just not in any game there. But they will retain in most of these markets their Operate commercial and institutional banking, which is a lot more sensible for Standard Chartered Bank anyway. I don't think you know it as an individual banker, but it's there in the corporate and commercial and, and institutional banking space. So they're just rationalizing because, as, as we are talking about, mobile banking is taking over. So you're not going to be penetrating that market if you are not already established. Thank you. Victor Khomoshwana, the author of Africa's Open for Business and Africa Bounces Back. He's also the Executive Director for Marketing and Communications at the University of Limpopo.